Well, Fuller House is a family show. The Fullest House podcast is not. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to the Fullest House podcast, a joke that has gone on way too long. I'm Mark Green. I'm Harrison Bloom. And I'm Zach Horowitz. And guys, today is a very special episode for two reasons. Uh, the first reason being this episode is being scheduled to release on July 19th, 2021, which is the one year anniversary of when we released our first episode. So that's pretty cool. Can't believe we made it a full year, which whoop, brings whoop. us to... I didn't think we would. Yeah, which brings me to the second reason why this is a very special episode. Uh, we're celebrating our one-year anniversary by having an actual cast member of the show on the podcast today. So yeah. very special guest. We're bringing in the one and only Jackson J. Money Fuller himself. Michael Campion is here on the podcast, guys. I'm super excited. We should have said it before because we might do it by habit. We almost exclusively refer to Jackson as J. Money. Mm. <laughs> I um, refer to myself as J Money, so it's fine. Oh, perfect. Oh, Hell perfect. Yeah. It works out so well. Just rolling with it. It's great. Um, <laughs> how are you doing today? How am I doing today? Uh, fabulous. Excited to be on the podcast. I didn't even know that you guys existed until today, so this is, uh, this is great. I, I didn't... I, actually, I want to know. So, like, you guys are... Like reviewing like Fuller House episodes or like like what's the like what what is the yeah we're um we are one by one we're watching through the entire show um uh we we each week we watch an episode and we sort of recap it and review it and um make jokes about it we're not always the kindest but we do always we love this show um yeah. uh, we actually um we started watching this show because it was. I, I think it's a little bit of a sweet story. Yeah. Yeah, it was like we had just graduated high school and we were looking for something to just kind of watch and while well, we hung out and reminisced about the good old times and uh, we just had it never stopped and um, we just kept going and going. Yeah, and then once, uh, once quarantine hit, we had all been thinking for a while about possibly creating something together and uh, we came up with the idea of what if we just started rewatching Fuller House again and making a podcast about it. And yeah. uh, we've been at it for a year now, which is honestly really crazy to me. Yeah, and like our thoughts on the show have changed quite a yeah. bit, and it's given us like a new appreciation for everything. It's really just been a blast. I think at the be it's it's weird because at the beginning of it, I think it was each week I was looking forward to hanging out with my friends, and now I'm looking forward to hanging out with my friends, and I'm looking forward to watching the show. Oh yeah, yeah. each week <laughs> it's crazy just to watch like what's gonna happen each week, uh, how our favorite characters are doing. You know, Jay Money is obviously one of our favorites, so we're really excited to have you on the show. Oh yes. my gosh, this is this is awesome. You guys probably know way more about the show than I do. <laughs> <This is> like... <laughs> so it's going to be a great podcast. <laughs> it's going to be a great podcast. I'm learning so much about my own show. No, that's awesome though. I uh that that's a very sweet story. I I really didn't know that anyone out there liked Fuller House enough to like <laughs> do something like this. So this is great. But um yeah, thank you guys. I really appreciate being yeah. awesome fans. You guys are literally like the honorary fans of the year that's super cool oh, that's Aww, that's great thanks. well thank you so much for uh indulging us and in coming on the show yeah oh, yeah my. of course i'll see if i can find honorary fan awards and order them online <laughs> there you go <laughs> um i'm sure somebody makes that <laughs> all right well uh enough about the podcast i'm sure uh, our listeners would love to know more about you so like what's your story what how did you first get involved with fuller house and what was that like What's my story and how did I get involved in Fuller House? Well, um, it was a pretty crazy story, actually, how I oh. actually ended up getting to be on the show. Um, but like I've, I've been acting since I was five and, mm. uh, you know, getting something like this. First of all, like prefacing is crazy, like jackpot show. The fact that everything went so smooth and everyone loved each other so much and how awesome it was on set is pretty much unheard of on like any show, just how like intense the chemistry was and everything. But anyways, right. getting on the show, <laughs> I live in Orlando most of the time, Florida, oh. Orlando, Florida, and I will get these um, self tapes um, sent to me from my agent. And uh, I do them, you know, whenever they, they, they come through, I'll go to this place that I, 
do my self tapes. Do you guys know what a self tape is? By, by the way, for an audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but but if if you want to explain for anybody in the audience who might not know. Yeah, sure. So, um, whenever a project comes around, casting directors, the people who are actually you know, casting the actors, will go to agencies and they'll say, "Hey, we need people in this age range with this look or whatever." And then uh, either they say, "Come in to our casting office and audition," or you can do a self tape with a reader. Uh, on the other side, reading the other lines, and you're just basically recording yourself do it. And then you submit it, and that's how it's been for, you know, however many years. Anyway, so I get a self-tape for, like, untitled sitcom four. Don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. And so I do it, and then I leave. And then I get a callback for it, which is a pretty big deal. I mean, callback for anything is big. It's like, oh, okay, this is great. I, I do another self-tape for it. And then by the third time, they asked me back again, and then they revealed the title. It's like, hey, this is... Fuller House, like the sequel wow. to Full House. And I was like, I loved Full House because I was, I watched it like on Nick at Night. I watched like oh, yeah. with like George Lopez and um, Friends and the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, this is, this is my childhood as well, <laughs> watching, Absolutely. watching oh, yeah. reruns of older sitcoms on Nick at Night. Right, right, right. Exactly. So I got cultured with Full House and all that. And then um, I, they asked me to like change my look. They asked me to like change like what I was wearing. Cause in the beginning he was not Jackson was not the character that you see right now. Oh, it was, yeah. very, it was oh, yeah. very, very different. <laughs> yeah. It's super different because they wanted him to be like an uncle Jesse type, mm. like skater oh, kid. Yeah. That's how it was in like the very first. That makes so much sense Oh, because yeah. we talk a lot about phrasing it sort of jokingly that he went from a bit of a bad boy to I guess a lot of a sad boy yeah <laughs> and I'd never thought about the Uncle Jesse thing but that makes so much sense in trying yeah. to create that dynamic like now that you mention it it does make a lot of sense where it's like I guess he is the Uncle Jesse of the kids in a way because they're the new arrivals in the house just like Uncle Jesse was and he's the cool guy mm. and Right, right, exactly. And uh, you also, you guys are getting like some exclusive stuff here. Like I've never like like talked about this interesting, this metal level. Also, his character name was JD in the beginning, which was so on the nose to DJ. Oh, JD. Just, oh, oh, wow. my oh, my God. I was like, come on. Wow. <laughs> like Jackson Douglas or some I, BS. I think I would have caught that. Like it w we would have gotten like halfway into season two and I would have been, wait a minute. <laughs> Holy oh crap. man, <laughs> John wow, Doe okay. Fuller. Um. Yeah, that that was really funny. But originally the character was JD, and he was a bit of like a like an Uncle Jesse type character. And um, I submitted my third self tape, and then they, I I, I think what happened was I, I this this part is unclear because this was like between my agents and and them. But something got lost in translation to where they wanted me out there, but I couldn't make it, or like mm -hmm. they didn't tell me that I that I needed to be out there at a particular time. And so uh, like, like out, out in LA to go audition for like my final one. And so it got lost in translation somehow. And then they actually gave the part to another kid. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. I was not Jackson in the <laughs> beginning. It was really strange. And so after I heard that, I was like, Oh, that's a bummer. You know, Hey, you get mm. so far, you, you do what you can, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's all yeah. good. And then I go back to my self tape place doing a, a, completely different self-tape for something completely different. And I, my, my mom is in the, the waiting room. I'm 13. I'm sorry. I'm 12 at this point. I'm 12. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. uh, and my mom in the other room gets an email from the casting director saying, Hey, uh, the kid that we got, like the chemistry or whatever was not working. And we mm. are like three days into rehearsal and we want Michael to go on tape right now, literally right this second oh. and send a tape. And I went, Whoa. and so uh, I went Damn. to, I went to the Walmart oh, wow. across the street. I changed my clothes. I was like, holy <laughs> crap, I got to stop this self tape that I'm doing right now. I did this one. I sent it an hour later. They're like, okay, we want you out in LA, like literally as soon as you possibly can. So this is like a wow. sitcom plot. Oh I'd, I'd love to like see this as a sitcom oh, yeah. plot. I know, yeah. right? I know. And so, <laughs> and so literally they, they, uh, uh, the, the next morning, as soon as, as soon as I could, I got there, it was me and my mom. It was like, we landed at 7am. So five hour flight, three hours behind I'm wiped out. And, uh, we get picked up in a limo, which was crazy. And, and then we get taken all the way over to Warner brothers, um, and in their casting office, but it was like way too early. This was like, I don't even know what time it was, but way before any of the offices were even operating at this point. So me and my mom, we sat in the, um, 
uh, the the security guard let us sit in the like employee break room so I could like get ready and do mm-hmm. stuff. But I was sitting there for like several hours before uh, a casting director came in and was like, "Hey, how you doing? All right, come back here." And I get there and I sit down at this chair in this hallway. And there's one other kid there, and they take him in. He does this thing. They take me in. I do my thing, and it, it, it was very scary going in because there was these two like big lights at this mm-hmm. um, uh, at this de elevated platform. It almost uh, and there were all these um, elevated like rows that they would almost see like in a college. Oh yeah, in in like a lecture hall. Yeah, yeah, in a lecture hall type deal, but it was much smaller, and that was all the producers, all the writers, everyone in there. Oh, so it was like packed. It was like packed in there. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I know. Uh, this is like pressure. the final lot. This is like super pressured, and I was oh, like, wow. oh, holy crap! So I go down. I, I do my thing. They they liked it a lot. They were asking a lot about me, asking a lot about my mom. I was like, yeah, I live in Orlando. My mom, she works at Disney World or whatnot. She's a fairy godmother. Wow. They thought that was really cool. I think that's really cool. I'm a big Disney person. Big so Disney person? Yeah. Oh, I, I was saying that because of, of something that, that's going to go on in, in just oh, a moment. No, but, no, go ahead. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so <laughs> it's just a little thing. But anyways, I, I, I finished my audition, go out to the room, and the agent comes in, and she's like, hey, uh, you to the other kid, you can um, head on back, but Michael, we need to tell you your hotel information. I was like, oh, okay. So they take me and my mom into the room, and I was like, Wait, what's going on here? Because everyone was like in a semicircle. There was this camera on me. And I was like, hold on, what's happening? And then they're like, no, we're not telling you hotel information. In fact, uh, we just want to welcome you to the Netflix Fuller House family. You know, no need to do any magic, like like to my mom. And it was like, Cause here you go. And I was like, you're Jackson. I was like, whoa. And I started crying. And oh, it was it was oh, really nice. And so they have the tape somewhere and I really want it. I want it so bad. That sounds great because that could very easily be a prank, like inviting you into a room and be like, ha ha, this was all oh, a joke. We're not God. even making a TV show. Then they like throw something in your face. Some like random, um, some elaborate prank on like a random 12 year old. Just so ran- just pranking around a 12 year old, just yeah. watching his dreams. That's the funniest thing. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm very glad it went the other way. No, it yeah. definitely went. I didn't even consider yeah. it. It's so funny. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> felt, felt like a setup for a prank. Um, but but literally, I, I was turning 13 this week. So like this was like oh. the week of my birthday. Wow. Coolest birthday present I've ever gotten. Uh, they oh, handed me sure. a script. They cut my hair the next day. And I was literally on set shooting. Like my life took like a 180. And so, oh, wow. and, and, that, and that rarely, that never happens, by the way, where they get you on set and like the next day shooting it's it's like a usually long process you have weeks to fill out blah 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 direct contracts or whatever nope they didn't like the uh, other guy and they were already two days into rehearsal which is as many days as we have for rehearsal and um yeah it was crazy actually fun fun little thing the 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 thing i was self-taping for the day they asked me to like do my final audition actually Mm -hmm. the other kid that Oh wow! So it was a nice little like flip flop. Yeah, that, that's it's that's like more sitcom plot. You switched with the <laughs> other actor. What was it like shooting the pilot and doing that kind of turnaround? With yeah, that? did you have any say, rehearsal? Yeah, I was gonna say, what was it like building chemistry with the rest of the cast? Because you were you said you literally were cast, and then the next day you were like, we're shooting the pilot, and it seems like the rest of the cast like they all had those few days of rehearsal to like get to know each other. So what was it like to just kind of be thrown in at the last minute? Dude, it was insane like like legit i remember the, the very first person i met was andrea barber mm-hmm. um and like i didn't know how they looked i didn't know like 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 what was going on and you know sometimes when when you're like a child actor you grow up and you don't really look like how you were when you were a kid and she looks exactly like kimmy and i was like oh my, oh my god, god that yeah. was kimmy that was wow. crazy that I just met. <laughs> so so that was like my my first interaction with anyone but uh, honestly like building chemistry first of all all of them already have so much chemistry that me coming in or all the kids coming in was so like, so smooth, such a smooth transition because they already had 30 years of chemistry, you know, and they're already friends and super comfortable. So that was pretty easy, but it was like just, just the culture shock and just like how much, like just a sensory overload. I mean, you pretty much get not like famous overnight, but like, like it happened that fast. And honestly, as like a 13 year old, it was really, uh, Really crazy, really, really cool, and honestly, uh, the best experience of my entire life. So, wow, that's great. Is there anyone on the cast you like clicked with right away, or that you've did you formed a particularly strong connection with? 
that I clicked with right away. Um, it, it's it's hard to say because there wasn't like one person that I had even enough time to like hang yeah. out with off of set. Mm-hmm. I mean, like uh, uh, um, I'd say. I mean, I'm not picking favorites, but the one that I like hung out with the most was Andrea, and and because mm-hmm. um, she has a son, uh, her, his oh, name is yeah. Tate, and um, we hung out uh, like like towards the the later seasons too. So yeah, I got to spend a lot of time with her, and um, it's so weird because they literally feel like a second family to me. Like 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 we'll go out and we'll do like family things, family gatherings. In fact, we're probably <laughs> gonna have like a like a small reunion. Oh, that's great. Oh, nice. That's great. Yeah, I was I was going to ask if you're still close with anybody. Yeah, yeah, definitely still. I mean, it's been hard because everything's been shut down yeah. in California. So this, like, things were literally just lifted. What is today? The 19th, like, the 15th, things were just lifted here. So now we can, like, actually hang out, which would be pretty cool. That's great. I, I mean, you said you, you didn't really have time to do much. Like, what was the process of making the show like and what was it like being in that environment? Um, and also like, I'm just curious if you have any like really distinct memories to share with us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was honestly, there was, man, it's so interesting because each season had like a very new distinct thing for me. And, and I, I remember in, in the very beginning, I didn't know how to like be on a sitcom. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't know like the rules. I didn't know any of that. So like the learning curve was pretty sharp in the in season one, but by the time season two and three came around, I was pretty much on my feet. And then four and five, like I got like I could do four camera sitcom in my sleep, and like I know like the nice. rules and like how to do stuff and and things. So um, learning all that, I think, was was the hardest bit. But uh, man, each season they they started writing more and more stuff for me because I was really start trying my hardest and like nailing all all the stuff. And it was super, super cool doing all the like physical comedy and, 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 and also with my character, they shifted from that, like uncle Jesse type mm-hmm. deal towards after they had met me, they were like, Oh, we're going to write more towards his personality. And so what you see as Jackson <laughs> is literally like, like a, like a very sitcom version of me. Wonderful. Oh, that's we, we we've maybe been maybe mean to you. <laughs> oh no, 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 that's hilarious. I love that. I, <laughs> no, we love Jackson, but we Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the writers the writers love to dunk on me a lot of the time. <laughs> so like that change in his character over these seasons, like was that a discussion you had with the writers, or did they just like notice that you performed better in like scenes that better resonated with like with your personality or was there like a moment where you got a script and you're like oh i see what they're doing <laughs> <laughs> um i i think it slowly developed over time like in season one they were really trying to find what he was about like he like skated and he was like doing stuff i don't know he was like into motorcycles for a second there i don't know what was going on but i think by season two they had made a gradual shift, uh, but I know that season one was a little rocky. There wasn't like a moment where I went, mm-hmm. hey, do it like this. But they did ask me, you know, where do you want your character to go? Like, what do you think is best? Do you have any suggestions? And I was like, yeah, I mean, here's what I do. And uh, they thought that was really great for me. And I played those well. Also, the <laughs> uh, Ramona is a very sitcom version of Sony. And um, Elias is a very, Max is a very sitcom version of Elias. So it's like, we're all pretty in that. We love, I, I mean, it was a thing of like, as the show goes on, we just gained such an affection for all the new characters that were introduced. Like we've honestly said, like we would watch a sitcom that's just Jackson, Ramona and Max. Um, yeah, honestly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I joke about that. It's like, um, we had like a spinoff and we're like in college, like, maximum capacity apartment or some i'm sure we've pitched that that. spinoff before that's something we do like every episode we just pitch like some sort of spinoff based on something that happened in the show usually it involves j money fighting crime yeah it's it's often like fernando goes off to europe becomes a masked crime fighter (laughs) (laughs) it's like a dream sequence in the one of the yeah i love them in college i'd I'd watch that oh yeah, yeah that would be great we often try to find out who would be like the Chandler of the group who would be the Ross of the group. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what's so funny? Uh, friends friends mm-hmm. shot mm-hmm. on our stage. Oh wow! Oh really? Wow! Yeah, and uh, they. <laughs> so I pro- I have uh, 
gosh, I really want to say I have Matt LeBlanc's dressing room, um, at, <laughs> which was which was super cool. Uh, the one who played Joey, oh, well. which is perfect because Jay Money really is like the Joey of the group, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd say so. And, and then um, I don't know if you guys have seen like the Friends reunion, but mm-hmm. but they like tour like the stage and like all the stuff, and that's like where we shot Fuller <laughs> House. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. So we actually did a little bit of research on you coming in just because like we were like, oh, we should probably come up with some other things to talk about, maybe other than Fuller House. And we actually found that uh, you performed at the Magic Castle before you do magic as well. So what's that like? How is that like? How is it being a real life wizard, essentially? Yeah, I know. I know. um, Like, I love magic and loved magic as a kid but i never like had the discipline to really learn oh yeah so like what was it like getting into magic and also or were you you know born with supernatural powers i i yes i actually attended hogwarts um it's <laughs> the whole deal uh <laughs> when i was eight um my aunt and uncle who are who were professional clowns at the time oh, wow. and, and oh, are wow. now um santa mrs claus professionally uh like <laughs> like legit <laughs> for, for i really Disney. love that they, they they got me my first magic kit. Uh, honestly, my whole family is very magical on my mom's side. Like she's the fairy godmother, Santa Claus, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. It's great. So um, I just fell in love with it. I mean, I I already have a very like extroverted performing type personality. So that was just another great outlet. And I love like tricking people. I love like <laughs> pranking area. So um, that was also really cool. And I I started when I was eight. I did it till I was like 11 ish. And then I took a really big break. It just fell off mm. the map for me. And then when I was, Oh gosh, I think I was 15. I went back to Florida for like in the off season. And I was like, why haven't I been performing magic? Like what is happening? Like all of a sudden it just was like, where, where's this been this whole time? And so I went down back to this place, this magic shop that's actually close mm. by to my house. And uh, I started like, getting back on it, performing stuff there, learning like actual card tricks. And then uh, by the time I came back to LA, there's another magic shop near my house and I was chilling there, getting to know the people. And then I met these two kids there who were like dressed in suits. And I was like, oh, where are you guys coming from? And they're like, oh, from the Magic Castle, we're junior members. I went, what? what? I'm I'm going there. I'm becoming a junior member right now. And so I, 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 I took a... Uh, couple months to come up with like an act so you have to like audition with a five minute act and i came up with one and uh, there only 24 kids audition like think three got in in for 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 that year i was like one of them which was really cool the magic castle was a very low acceptance rate for the junior member program and uh oh wow yeah and then i started performing there so like once you're in the program then you can audition to actually perform at the castle on weekends so um I've been performing there since 2018. So it's been really cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. It's been great. Yeah, I saw that and it was like, it just made sense, especially now that you say that Jackson is just like a more sitcom version of you. It's just like, oh, it makes so much sense that Jackson does magic. <laughs> we, we've always thought of him as someone meant for the theater. Yes. <laughs> I think we recorded that and then we uh, found that out and then I like just recorded, we'd recorded an episode a couple of days prior and I was like, Oh, Jay Money would be like perfect as a magician. And then lo and behold, we just find that out like a couple days later. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we're magic. Maybe we're a little psychic. Yeah. Maybe. Hey, I don't know. Who knows? Perhaps you guys could go to the Magic Castle. Zach, winning lottery numbers. Tell them to me right now. Okay. Oh my gosh. Oh my uh, gosh. <laughs> all right. Check your lottery tickets right now. I'm going to give you guys a second. This is totally not me stalling, by the way. This is me giving you an opportunity. No, no, to you'd get never your cards stall. Out. And it's, it's five numbers. Okay. The first one is five. Uh, the second one is 26, 33, 7, 69. If that is your lottery ticket, you just won, probably. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. If someone actually wins off of those numbers, I will bow down to you, Zach. I, I will. Yeah. <laughs> that would be insane. If any of you win off of those numbers, uh, leave it in a comment. If any of you um, win <laughs> off of those numbers, just know that I am legally entitled to 20% of your winnings now. And Yeah, and this is this is... This episode is coming out after those numbers would win. So, like, we have the proof afterwards. Oh, like, yeah. It's great. Yeah. So, well, perfect. <laughs> so, yeah, if you listen to this and, you know, a month and a month before you won the lottery. <laughs> that's hilarious. You guys, yeah. you guys should audition Magic Castle with that. I think that, that, that yes. would be great. 
I'm sure Heck that'll yeah. totally get me in. Just me saying the lottery numbers and like that's my five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I, yeah, you, you you take you. five minutes to come up with all the numbers. <laughs> yeah, and then I just throw like do that thing where like you throw down like a smoke bomb, but I just stay there, <laughs> so I just don't disappear. <laughs> I want to see that so bad. That's so funny. Oh damn! Now I now I have to do it. Oh, they 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 made one reference to Jackson doing magic in the show one time oh. it was so stupid they it was it was like this one-off joke about um the time oh, oh breaking your thumb we just watched that episode oh really uh, yeah. yeah yeah yep they they wrote that in just for me <laughs> so i was like yeah I broke my thumb doing card magic one time so oh yeah no now i remember this yeah 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 i yeah we also watched an episode where you did impressions recently oh yeah <laughs> oh wait what, what, which one was that the one I, it was it was uh jackson is a little worried because he doesn't have any like extracurriculars yeah and at one point he decides impressions are going to be his thing and he does I not do, do good impressions that. yeah yeah okay yeah. I, is it, did i actually do any impressions no i think like they kind had of. you do an kind obama of, yeah. um, i did do an obama and then impression yeah you did yeah, yeah. you did something else and like the joke is they aren't good but it was just like it was so <laughs> it was so jackson um, yeah. So quintessentially Jackson. I think he'd dip his toe in all areas of performing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, wait, hold on. What, what episode, like, what season was this? Do you know? This was season four, because we're, we're, yeah. We, yeah, we've we're, been watching season four. We're a couple four. episodes into season four yeah. as of the time of recording. We have not watched season five at all. That's the one. Or, no, we we, we actually got we actually no. got most of the we way through there, season actually. five. Yeah, but then we started the podcast and we didn't want to. We wanted to save it for the end of the podcast. Yeah, I think okay. I think we have about yeah. we got a, we got about halfway through yeah. season five. Yeah, and then we decided we were going to do this podcast, and we're just like, you know what? Instead of doing that, we'll just rewatch what we've seen so far because. We had, we had been watching the show over the course of like several years at that point. So like we didn't remember every single thing. So we thought it would be a fun idea to like go back, rewatch all of that. And then when we get to that point, we'll actually be going in blind, I guess, where we haven't actually seen yeah, the last few episodes. Would, like go off to college and like keep in touch over that time. But then we'd get, go back yeah. home and that's when we would binge Fuller House yeah. together. Um, so Pretty the memories much, yeah. of it were a little scattered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Season five is definitely the best in my opinion i mean i mm -hmm. think it's just like the culmination of just everyone knows what they're doing good writing and you know a good wrap-up so i think yeah i want to i want to hear what you guys have to say about it really looking All forward right, well, to it yeah yeah i think that's also something that i've been noticing is that like the further we've been getting along like you said you know everybody definitely has a better idea of their characters and like we've definitely seen the evolution of j money as we've said from like you know at the beginning we just kept making a joke where he's you know a bit of a bad boy and now he's just a sad boy. We when we say sad boy, we mean that in the most endearing way possible. <laughs> and I mean there are other things like um I think they start I mean they were always sort of pairing Jackson and Ramona together, but like then Max gets roped in and I think they really hone in on that dynamic of Jackson and Ramona. We really love that dynamic. I was wondering actually was that sort of just a like well they're both the kids so we're kind of and they're the same age so we're pairing them together or was that something sort of that came about based on you as actors? I don't know, I, honestly, because I, 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 I think that, like, Sony and I, the way that we talk to each other in general is, like, a very brother-sister relationship. So it's, like, it's us talking to each other on, on set or whatever mm -hmm. is literally the exact way that we speak to each other in real life. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I really don't because it, it's strange like sometimes the decisions that they make, I, I mean, I've, I don't like go into the writer's room, yeah, and, yeah. Like, you know, go and see stuff, but I like, I know when they take stuff directly from reality, uh, but I don't think that that was like one of those conscious decisions. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think it that was more in the direction of just like the kids doing their thing. Yeah. So yeah, mm -hmm. my opinion, I don't know. No. And I was also wondering, I mean, you were talking about being drawn to magic in part because of the performance element of it. And I was wondering if there was any, sort of like connection you see or any commonality between your performing magic and then your acting like is there any similarities between like performing on stage doing magic and acting on a sitcom like fuller house yeah 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 yeah. i well first of all acting is like my passion it's all i want to do you know it's it's nothing but like raw performing and magic is 
very, very similar. I mean, like I, I have to have like a persona. I have a thing that I say, mm-hmm. I have a stuff that I do. And honestly, I have so many outlets for performing in general, like, and honestly, just like being different people and, and giving people an experience, like, I don't know, just like little stuff like Dungeons and Dragons. Like I, I play that with my oh, friends. Like yeah. I'm like the, yeah. like the like DM. Like uh-huh. that's just another outlet for performing for me. Nice. So like being on a sitcom, that's I think me at my peak performance because I get to do what I'm best at, and that's just be like silly and have a good time and really like heighten it up to a hundred. So yeah, yeah. There, there's there's a huge. I mean, my, it, it, it's not, not only is there a connection, but that's my whole life. You know, that's literally yeah. like everything I do all the time. So, yeah. For sure. It's funny how you mentioned D&D. I know we've had, uh, I mean, the three of us have played before. Mark's been RDM. I mean, I don't know if you have anything to say on that, but I mean, but yeah, it's cool how you mentioned that where it's like a whole aspect of performing. Cause I think, yeah, that's really like where the fun of it comes in. Yeah, I I, th- I think I got feedback once where someone said, like, just on the performance element, where someone said, like, yeah, you didn't know all the rules, but you did a lot of voices. <laughs> yeah, and uh, honestly, that that's, like, between, I mean, Dungeons & Dragons and, like, Magic, I feel like um, the commonality is that at the end of the day, you're just performing. All the technicalities, all the, all mm-hmm. the BS is just there to, like, help guide the performance. And as much in the background as that can be, for me like i am not a technically inclined magician at all like i do i do not know how to do like all the crazy like i don't know if you've seen like shin Lim. like he like yeah. deletes cards oh, out yeah. of thin air i don't know how I, yeah, yeah 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 i don't know um he's a cool guy by the way he, he's he's at the castle a lot but um that is not my expertise i it's literally like give me a really simple thing to do and i will make it <laughs> seem like it's the coolest like hey everyone here's the show when I'm literally just making yeah. some stupidest fear. But yeah, that's uh, that's that's really where the heart of both. It's like a performing art for both of them. That's good advice because we're definitely putting together an act for Zach right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. First, I'm predicting the lottery numbers. <laughs> now we got to get like a persona. I'm trying to figure out how to make Zach fly. Yes. <laughs> that's a good one. Okay, yeah. I think uh, rigging, mm-hmm. invisible string. I, yeah. Yes. I feel like you're just going to start then... throwing me off of very high surfaces. Zach, I was about to say I was going to throw you <laughs> off of a high surface. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've definitely noticed that, like, you're right. With When I've uh, seen, like, clips of people doing magic, whether it's, like, clips of, like, America's Got Talent on YouTube and stuff like that, I've definitely noticed that, like, the guys that I'm more drawn to, maybe not so much, like, the technical aspect of it, but it's just if they can draw you in and do a good performance, I think that's really the root of like magic for me. Cause I think that's definitely more of like a performance as opposed to like, you know, the technical aspects where it's like, yeah, it's cool. But if there's a guy who can like draw my attention and make me laugh and like keep me interested. Yeah. And, and with acting, there is no like technical aspect, like the most technical you ever get uh-huh. is lines and that's just learn them, you know? So it, 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 that's, that's why I love it so much, but that's why that's the exact reason why I hate like Shakespeare BS mm. and like all like the weird wow because then they get really technical about like poetry. I'm like, mm. nope, okay, you've already ruined it for me. It's like I can't anymore. So yeah. yeah I don't know. My my opinion on all of performing. So. <laughs> you mentioned like Shakespeare and it made me think like now that Fuller House is over, do you plan on like tackling more like broad comedic roles or do you want to explore more dramatic characters do you have like a preference for one or the other yeah i i I think now you know after fuller house i i really want to go into a a more dramatic role for Mm. whatever show movie whatever because fuller house i got i got that down i got like the comedy side down i have a lot of experience with that but i want other people to see like the other range of my acting which is the more dramatic part in fact mm-hmm. i'm going to school for acting right now um oh, nice, so, nice. yeah yeah i so that's um going on for the next two years which is really great and uh my dream role is to be a villain in a movie a very dramatic yeah. movie i would nice. love that that is oh, just nice. hands nice. down smackdown exactly what i want to do do you have an evil laugh I, Ooh, yeah. for, you know what? That we're that's year two of acting. Mm. Uh, we're, we're <laughs> that's, it's a whole class. Yeah, there's a whole year dedicated to just getting an evil oh, laugh yeah. down. You need so many like prerequisites for it. You know, you gotta get the yeah, right there's professor. There's acting 101, acting and then there's acting 102, solely laughs. Yeah. Oh, well, then there's just evil laughs 101, which is like the step three. 
Exactly. Know. Yeah, you guys, exactly. You guys know yeah. what's going on. <laughs> yeah, you know. We know. We know what's going on. We've exactly. all been, We've all been through this before. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, of course, of course, of course. But yeah, I, I think if I were to get like another comedic role or like on a sitcom or whatnot, I'd love it. I mean, it's what I love to do. You know, I think that's where my strong suits are just because I've had so much experience with it. But yeah, I definitely think that, you know, going in more serious roles and, you know, I'm going to be an actor for the rest of my life. So I'm sure that, you know, I'm get, I'll get a whole range of, of roles. So it's just last year's super difficult. Like literally Fuller House mm-hmm. ended shooting in November of 2019 and then December, January, February, March, and then everything, you know, yeah. the, like Hollywood was down, everything was down. So no roles were available. <laughs> like they're literally ju- like they just started getting back up like a January of this year. So, you know, we'll, we'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. Well, uh, I mean, especially with Fuller House ending and because we've been watching through, I just want to know how does, if you've seen the show and have like watched it back, what's the experience like if you have, like, is it different watching the show back knowing that you were on the show? Or honestly, what's the experience of watching like any sitcom having been on a sitcom? Do you kind of see the strings a little more? <laughs> oh yeah, it's <laughs> it's very funny. Uh, I, that feels like two separate questions. But the the first question, um, rewatching me on Fuller House, uh, very different experience um, because I don't ever get the. I mean, that that's the finished product. Like when you're in it, you only see bits and pieces, and then there's a lot that you literally never see. So um, it's cool. I mean, I. I haven't actually seen all the episodes of Fuller House. I, like, like, I gotta be honest with you, I haven't. I haven't binged all. I've binged like once that that I really like. I don't listen to every episode of the podcast. Yeah. Sorry, Tyler. I mean, <laughs> exactly. Because it's like you know, I'm in the episode. I know yeah. what happens. You're there. Yeah. You know what happens. Yeah. And, you know, it's 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 cool when you want to see like one particular mm-hmm. thing come to life that you know you worked on. But besides that, it doesn't really. Uh, but yeah, me and my friends all the time. I I have two roommates and they're both actors and we. That, that's one of our favorite things to do is is in real life, whenever there's something that turns out to be like a like a sitcom trope or like a cartoon trope or something like that, we we will make fun of it so hard all the time. And it's uh, just because like we we're so familiar with with these with these particular tropes and just like tropes for movies and stuff in general. That's like it's, that's like our favorite i'll be i'll be watching a show like with my mom and i'll say oh they're gonna do this and later on that happens and she just turns to me and she's like how did you know and i'm like i watch sitcoms yeah you you watch stuff so much that there's you just feel like patterns mark can predict the future yeah predicting the future exactly look it just runs in the host of the podcast like my specialty is lottery numbers (laughs) marks is predicting sitcoms oh my gosh one is more useful than the other i will yeah. say well, Harrison, we have to figure out what yours is by the end of this podcast for sure oh yeah, so. oh, yeah totally <laughs> we'll, we'll find it yeah, yeah yeah but yeah um it's very funny watching sitcoms like like we'll sit down and watch seinfeld and uh we just we we love it we just we, we love the art of sitcoms uh, in general that's great yeah i mean i think that's definitely something we all can relate to here at least the three of us because like We'll just watch shows like this all the time, like Fuller House. Uh, I mean, God, I, if I start naming sitcoms, I'm going to name a bunch of them. So I'm just going to not do that. But yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, most of the time when we hang out, even like if we're not watching Fuller House, if, you know, I mean, obviously this started like once we uh, all graduated high school and all went our separate ways after college. But then, you know, once we actually have time to come and see each other again, pretty much all we ever do is just watch stuff on Netflix. So it be like yeah. a sitcom or we'll find like some weird movie on Netflix. We're like, oh, this seems like it's an interesting watch. Maybe not like, maybe not, you know, the most good movie out there, but it might be fun to like watch something and make fun of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah ne- Netflix is, can be hit or miss sometimes. Like, yeah. like they'll, they'll, they'll have a lot of good stuff, but at this literally you'll flip one thing over and it's like this low budget. Like, why did you pick this? Some inner, like foreign, <laughs> yeah. like what well, is they, going on? They just make so many things. And again, yeah, like you say, some of it is like top notch, like top of the field. And then some of it is like, Oh yes, that is a plastic alien suit. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> you did buy this from Taiwan. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know the aliens could go to Taiwan, but that's, uh, it's the distant planet of Taiwan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, it's I. It, I feel like that's that's been the the pattern for a lot of just content nowadays. It's 
the quality there's yeah. it's so over it's oversaturated is is a good yeah. one so yeah. ah what are you yeah. gonna do so watching fuller house we've realized like even now there's just been a whole lot of tv revivals like you know the new iCarly just dropped uh i know mark and i we've seen the first couple episodes of that and there's been a whole lot of like reboots of stuff from earlier as like new tv shows and like fuller house i guess I mean, it's not really a reboot. It's more like a sequel series, but that yeah. kind of came before so it is a everyone revi- else started yeah. doing it. Yeah. It's more of a, it's a revival in a way, but I guess different. Yeah. I mean, it was interesting. Like we, we, uh, between seasons, we watch an episode of a different show. Um, we, so like we watched an episode of Boy Meets World and like I, and it was because I was like going down a rabbit hole of watching clips of Girl Meets World on YouTube. Not that I've ever really watched the show, but I just had this fascination with it. And after a while, I was like, oh, it's the same reason I'm deeply fascinated with Fuller House. Just these these shows reviving things. Um, we should also bring up the reason why we watched that specific episode of Boy Meets World is because uh, Candace Cameron Bure was on that episode of oh, Boy Meets yeah. World. She was a witch. Yeah, she was a witch. <laughs> Exactly. I put on this episode because I knew she was in it and she's like there are two roommates she starts dating one of them and I was like oh it's the thing she gets in between the roommates and she's like a mean girl and doesn't like the one roommate and then halfway through the episode it's revealed no she's just an actual witch trying yeah. to sacrifice <laughs> one of the roommates to her hey. dark master <laughs> trying to like bring Satan into the world yes. literally awesome <laughs> okay yeah. cool it's yeah it's a wild ride yeah usually like <laughs> if we're coming up with stuff for we usually have like as mark said we usually have like a buffer episode in between each season just i guess yeah. to kind of like give us a break allow us to like refresh a bit before the next season and mark came to us one day and was like guys we need to watch this episode of boy meets world <laughs> and i had not seen any of the show up until that point but yeah. always told me it was that like candace Cameron Bray is in it and she is a witch and boy was that an interesting watch through that's so uh, funny I watched the next episode as well, and it's really weird because the next episode has, like, Salem from Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and all of the <laughs> characters are, like, transplanted into World War II, and I was like, this is not what I knew Boy Meets World was. This is an acid trip. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the reboots, like, you know, Fuller House definitely falls into that category, you know, revival, whatever. Don't take this as me, like, toot my horn or whatever, because, yeah. you know, I just only, like, one very small part of the whole production, but our show really did a lot of it right where a lot of others yeah. failed and like ours doesn't give off in my opinion that the, the as intense of like a cash grabby vibe that like a lot of these other yeah. ones are like hey we're doing this oh, because yeah. blah nostalgia you know i yeah. like like fuller house feels like a, more of its own separate entity in 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 a lot of ways i think that is true in that i mean we we joke a lot about like when something comes up from full house we'll say oh remember full house but especially as the show goes on and as I think they start understanding the newer characters and using the newer characters more, like it does kind of become its own entity. Yeah, and I don't like, I'll be honest, I don't like season one. Season one feels very much so like in the world of like the, ah, hey, remember Full House? You know? <laughs> yeah. That's like, something I noticed when we were watching through, because we had just started watching it randomly because we were just like looking for something to do after we graduated high school. And we were just like, oh, we'll just put on Fuller House because it's like, oh, what what's this show going to be? It's like this weird, like, Full House reboot. If I remember correctly, like, Harrison and I, like, Zach, you hadn't seen Full House. Like, Harrison no, and I had, but you I, hadn't. <laughs> You're really yeah. just exposing me in front of Michael here. But, yeah, no, I wasn't super familiar with <laughs> Full House. He wasn't on Full House. What uh, <laughs> no, it's all good. Yeah. It's, it's definitely weirder for me because it's like I haven't seen the actual show. And especially in season one where there are just so many, like, especially the pilot. You know, there's that first episode where they bring back uh, Danny, Jesse, and Joey, uh, and Becky, and like all the entire char- the entire cast of Full House, and it just kind of feels like a reunion special more than like an actual yeah. separate show. Yeah, the pilot yeah. sort of felt like a retroactive finale. It definitely turns into more of its own thing as they introduce more characters and they give the newer characters more focus. Like it doesn't feel like Full House anymore just because we have like. Jackson, Ramona, and Max doing their own thing. We've got Fernando. We've got Jimmy. We've got, I mean, these are, these are all, all these our favorite characters. characters. Yeah, yeah. I think we've just yeah. realized as we go along, all our favorite characters are just the ones that were introduced in Fuller House. Yeah. And we enjoy the other. We like Steve a lot. We, like we Steve do like a Steve a lot. Steve is great. Let me tell you my favorite. You said, you said Jimmy. Jimmy is by far my favorite, not only character, but he's actor like Adam <laughs> Hagenboo. He is so funny. And so professional. Oh, like, if you guys watch another oh, yeah. episode, mm-hmm. 
you gotta you gotta pay attention to Jimmy in the background because he is making oh, yeah. he, he is reacting oh, yeah. to every single thing that happens bar none and it is so mm-hmm. hilarious just i'll be in a scene with him i'll look over and he's like 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 doing something and uh, every time makes me laugh <laughs> yeah. so hard it's great i actually pointed this out when we were watching i think the latest episode we've watched at the time of recording was um there was a whole plot yeah line it was, where, it was Lamaze uh, class, Lamaze yeah. class and uh there was a whole thing where like kimmy was doing this dramatic reenactment of ramona's birth and you can see and i i, I had them like because we usually watch it together. And I was like, guys, go back. Because I noticed in the background, Jimmy was doing all these like big facial reactions. Like, guys, we need you need to go back and see this because Jimmy is absolutely killing it. Yeah. Like, there are so many moments where we're just like, we love Jimmy. He's so great. I was reminded of this just because I was, uh, this is the episode that we just released, was the season four premiere, the Christmas episode, where there's a point where Jimmy like comes out He's like trying to convince Max that like Christmas is a good thing again. And he just comes out oh, and just like breaks a board with his forehead. And that was one moment where we had to like pause the episode because people were laughing so hard. People <laughs> uh, were like, what just, is this? He's so good. He's so good at playing Jimmy. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, him as a person and as an actor, he's he's a very, very good actor, like dramatic too. So this is like he graduated from like acting college so the fact that he's he's taking in all these like skills that he has mm-hmm. and putting it over here um into the sitcom which doesn't really need it i mean it, like 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 the like the, the amount of work that he puts in but it elevates it so so much i love it so committed yeah i remember like especially at first like on our first watch through we we saw that and we're like oh this is like a new character it's kimmy's brother jimmy gibor and he's just like, oh, he's just like this random like idiot character. And then we just kept watching it. And especially on the the watch through again, knowing what we do now, he's just turned into one of our favorites. Yeah, because yeah, it seems like they wanted him to be the new Kimmy Gibbler, weirdly enough, even though that, that sounds counterintuitive. Like, he's yeah. The, yeah, but he just took on a whole life of his own just through his performance and uh, th- through the writing later on. It's so good. Yeah, um, I agree. I guess one question I wanted to ask was like, what's your favorite memory from working on Full House? Like, what's the most, what's also like the most meaningful scene for you in the show, if you had to pick one out? The most meaningful scene and, uh, and favorite memory. Um, oh man, that's that's a that's a pretty big question. Um, I so many good memories, like from the production and so many things that, like, you just totally had to be there for. Oh gosh. I think that my favorite, okay, I'll, I'll start my favorite scene. My favorite scene, or like the most uh, uh, meaningful one to me, was actually in season five. <laughs> uh, okay. It was it was actually it was actually towards the very end, but it was um oh my gosh, I don't even think you guys have seen it because you, you said you only stopped you stopped it like mid midway. But like a small spoiler, um, Jackson books the part that Ramona really wanted in the play, and oh. then he like fakes being sick or whatever so she can go like do Mm -hmm. it because she's his understudy because she really wanted it and then the whole thing culminates at the end it's like oh she finds out he wasn't actually sick whatever whatever and then they have like this really really, like this big heart to heart and i started crying like for real in the in the scene itself and it was like because it was it was towards the end of season five and i was feeling a lot of like real emotions like because of it was the end and the fact that you know uh, like this is probably like i mean one of the last times i do something like this and uh also you know the connection that i had with sony and all that and it, that, that that was that was a really like powerful moment for me so w- when you guys watch that like that 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 all that was super genuine just from the show ending and a lot of emotions so uh yeah, you guys haven't seen it but what, what once you do once you do we'll definitely try to that's great we'll definitely yeah. try to keep an eye out for that yeah. when we do yeah, but yeah, no, that's yeah. awesome. I think it was the just second like, or last episode. Yeah. Oh, wow. Just like the show was like cut, right? So like, what was that like? Were there any sort of missed opportunities you felt? Uh, or do you think there was something like robbed as the show was cut maybe a little shorter than you wanted it to? You know, I it's, it's tough to say because we ended at the same time that like Full House was ending like 18, going off to college, you know, like it mm. was... It, uh, but we also started later so like i wasn't 10 i was 13 and so it was like three years like uh, you know so we didn't have as many seasons to explore like like all that stuff which was totally fine but i think personally that season five was good if we went one more season i believe it would have played it would have worked well but i think season five the, the way that they ended it and the way that it wrapped up and the way that everything was in season five was just 
um, was great. It didn't feel like too, <laughs> it didn't feel like um, too sudden or too uh, abrupt, just from the way that you know it, it played out. Oh gosh, I think that uh, they they could have started like setting up things in season four to start winding down in season five a little bit more uh, because it, it felt like they like they started doing things in season four that could have led into like another whole season of stuff. Mm. That's the only gripe that I have. That's that's like the, the one only thing. Mm. But I, I feel like the way that they left it was big and bold and as as good as, as you could have asked for, in my opinion. Uh, you know. That's that's really nice to hear. I'm glad. Yeah. So what was it like? I know one we've been talking a lot about like a lot of the other characters on Fuller House, but I think there's one big omission that we haven't really been talking about recently, and that's uh Rocky, who was like had a big thing with J Money. So what was that like with the whole Rocky thing? We also have a question here. Uh, because we've been we've been debating our ship name for you and Rocky, and I, we just want to know your opinion. Uh, J Rocky or Rock Money? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! I personally am Team Rock Money. This is not in a way to sway you. It totally is, but <laughs> I like Rock Money. I gotta be honest. Rock Money's Rock. Yeah. yeah, I like I like Rock Money. That's funny. Rock Money, and so it shall be. <laughs> you heard it here first. From now on, we will only refer to Straight it straight from rock the horse's money. mouth. Rock money. Rock money. All right, perfect. <laughs> um, what? So, so, like, what was that like? Well, um, I think it was very interesting for Jackson to have Rocky. I mean, it's, 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 that's like the perfect. Gosh, foil character, like a contrast. And, yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, 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 for Jackson, and you know, challenges him, and you know, he actually ends up standing up for himself, which is really great, and. I love Landry, but by the way, the, the the one who plays Rocky, she's fabulous, and um, yeah, I mean, I I think she was very well written. I I think the parts that she had to play was great, and she did it so well. And yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, and, and all those times that she punches me, that was for real. And um, and, and you didn't and cry. We have, we have we we have a big compilation of just like of. 30 seconds straight of her punching me and it's so funny every take yeah i, I wish oh gosh i wish i could play like the blooper reel for you guys you guys would get a huge kick out. <laughs> Ooh, I, yes. I will say one of our favorite uh j money moments is when rocky punches you and then you just turn around and you just go don't cry don't cry don't cry and we're just like this is we're like this is just the epitome of jackson's entire character we yeah. love our sad boy we love our sad boy <laughs> it's funny because we've uh we did mention this quickly before we started recording, but we do have a segment at the end of every episode where we just do the sad boy of the week, which is just like our favorite character who's like the most pathetic in an entertaining way in every episode. And like, I think going into it, we didn't, ex we expected it to be like a pretty close race, but Jackson has just run away with it at this point. Like It's in part because we love him so much. Yeah. Anytime he has like a good moment, we're like, okay, he's in the running. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. When we say sad boy of the week, we mean this in the most endearing way possible. Yeah. Oh no, uh, I get what you mean. Yeah. And like J money is one of our favorite, like ever since, I think it was like ever since, uh, it was like towards the middle or the end of season one where like you first referred to yourself as J money. And we were all just like, oh, he's J money. Now we're referring to him only as J money. We we thought we imagined it at first. Like we were waiting for yeah. the episode where he calls himself J Money for the first time. <laughs> we we went back on the watch through and we didn't know when exactly that moment came up. <laughs> and it was in like season it was in like episode nine of season one or something like that, around that range. And we thought it was like much, much earlier. So like in the beginning <laughs> we was like we just called him we just called the character Jackson for a while and we were like, Oh, this feels so weird to be calling him Jackson because we're so used to referring to him as J Money in normal conversation. We we genuinely did start to you know yeah, it got to the point where we genuinely thought we made it up. And then <laughs> and then when it finally happened, we all just started celebrating. It was yep. it was one of the we all just went crazy because it's so good. It's so good. Um, um so we had some We had sort of a rapid fire questions, a little little different than some of the other questions. Um number one, ghosts. Real or not real? Real. <laughs> Love it. What's your favorite type of bread? Uh, sourdough. That's, I just want to preface, I know we're going lightning round. That's a joke conversation starter that I made up in like middle school thinking like that's such a stupid thing. Nobody would ever have an answer. Everybody always has an answer. <laughs> I, it's also just because the story that you keep telling me is that you brought this up one day 
at just like a crowded lunch table in middle school. I just wasn't there. Yeah. And you asked the question and immediately, just like Michael just did just there, immediately someone was like, sourdough. That was ex- the exact moment. So like, that's why when you said it, I was immediately like, no fucking way. He just <laughs> said that immediately. <laughs> but uh, anyway, lightning round. Uh, out of the Fuller House cast, who do you think would survive the longest in a zombie apocalypse? And follow up question, who would die first? Who would survive the longest, you said? Yeah. Yes. Who would survive the longest? Um, uh, Matt would survive the longest and, uh, Jackson would die first. (laughs) (laughs) Those feel very right. (laughs) You're very self-aware and we appreciate that. (laughs) Where do babies come from? Where do babies come from? Oh God. Okay. Uh, (laughs) well, you can, you can pass uh, if you want. (laughs) Storks. Who knows? (laughs) Jay Money or Action Jackson? There is a correct answer. Jay Money, hands down. Yeah. Oh, of Jay course. Money. We were we were very upset when like season two started, and they started like he started calling himself Action Jackson. We were like, no, <laughs> you had the perfect nickname. Uh, spider monkeys or monkey spiders? Oh, oh, spider monkeys. That's monkey spiders is terrifying. <laughs> that would be terrifying. You know, I. I didn't write that question in the in the rapid fire, but now that you mention it, that does sound kind of terrifying, but also kind of cool. Like, <laughs> can you imagine having that as a pet? That's <laughs> awful. Awesome. As a pet, I think I'd still be pretty off put by it. <laughs> what are you working on right now that we can plug in a completely organic fashion? Or yeah. maybe are you working on anything right now that we can plug <laughs> in a completely organic fashion? Organic fashion. Um. No, unfortunately. Okay. Come see me at the Magic Castle. There you go. Hey, there we go. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess just here's another question I just randomly thought of. What else do you kind of do just like in your spare time? Because I know you said you've been, you know, everything's been kind of shut down the past year and like you haven't had much time to do any acting. But like, what have you been doing in your spare time, like other than acting or performing magic? Is there anything else that like would be interesting that you'd want the fans to know? Anything interesting? Um, I mentioned earlier I like playing Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I I read a lot. I play. I don't know if you see. I play play bass occasionally. Oh, nice! Ooh. I'm a drummer myself, so. Oh, sweet! That's yeah. great. Zach and Harrison were in a band. I was not cool oh, enough God. to be in the band. <laughs> not cool enough. Hey, you could be the roadie. There you go. There we go. <laughs> uh, I I like working out. Uh, but like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's that's pretty much. Like what my day consists of is magic, acting, working out. I don't know. Yeah. All right. I think that's all for our rapid fire questions. Unless anyone can think of something really stupid right now. What Hogwarts house are you in? Oh yeah. That's a good question. (laughs) I am in Hufflepuff. You know what? That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, One uh, cool thing that we've, that's fun about TV shows is like how close the cast and the crew are. And you see sometimes cast members stepping into the director's chair. I mean, it happened on Fuller House. We saw Dave and Candace a few times directing episodes. Then we had Jody and Andrea as a director and a writer as well. Uh, we were just wondering if you have any desire to take over in any sort of like behind the scenes endeavor. I mean, not on Fuller House, but like in anything in the future. Yeah, I wouldn't consider myself like a writer. I mean, like, like, or a director. I mean, uh, it- I mean, you said your your big love is really performing. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's like why I got into all this. But I feel like you know, if something happened down the line, I may like if I got really well versed in it, I would. But for now, it's like that is so far on the back burner. Like I I haven't even considered it really. I I, I like <laughs> I like learning. Yeah, yeah. I the only thing that I that I think would be cool, like if I had to like really choose something, I like making the entire production as in like myself, like, like being a producer, I, I mm-hmm. would be cool with um, like picking out the people and like having it all run smoothly. It could, I, like I've made projects, quote unquote project yeah. before where I was like the overseer of everything. And um, I'm, I'm very good at like team management and, and stuff. So I feel like I, w- I could step into something like that pretty easily. So great. With, right. with a good creative direction. If I, yeah, I, I, that's I awesome. One of these days. Do we have any more questions? Either of you guys have anything? I think that's all I have. I want to thank you so much for being yeah, here. Yeah, thank you so yeah, much for coming you. in. Uh, we really yeah, appreciate you guys. taking the time to like come in and talk to us because you know you literally didn't even know we existed until today. So it's <laughs> awesome that you came in. And, uh, and this has been wonderful. It's been so great. 
yeah, it's been so awesome to like actually get to see the guy behind like one of our favorite characters on the show. Uh, so yeah, thank you so much for coming on and answering our questions and indulging us in our stupid bits. Yeah, um, thank you guys for being awesome fans of the show and having a podcast. I mean, that really means a lot to me. We we literally wouldn't have a show without you guys. So that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I guess I'll take us home. Guys, people listening. <laughs> Just the look on Michael's face when you started doing that. <laughs> so confused. I, I thought you were having a seizure or something. Mark is a man of many voices. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Please follow us on social media. We are at Fullest House Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Again, thanks so much for listening. This has been a really special episode for us. This has been a really special year for us, and we really appreciate that there are people out there who are listening. And I hope everybody out there has a wonderful day. Thank you so much. And until next time, may your houses be fuller, and we'll see you guys in year two. Also, follow Michael Campion on everything. I don't know if you want to plug your social media real quick at the end. <laughs> yeah, Instagram is just at Michael Campion. Sure. Go ahead. There you go. All right. Yeah, we'll see you guys in year two. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Bye.